What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. back everybody to another episode of Speaking of Missing Persons and welcome to the new listeners. Before we get started on today's episode a little bit of business. We have two other shows, Speaking of Murders and Speaking of Hauntings. If you like this, you'll like those. Go check them out. Make sure wherever you're listening, you're giving us five stars, leaving reviews. That way we can get these stories out to more people. If you want to see photos from today's episode, check out our socials. They're all linked in the episode description and uh if you want these episodes with no ad at the beginning, check out our Patreon. That's also in the episode description. And if uh, if you do, you would also get a bonus episode every other week. Our most recent was dubbed by one of our patrons, the Strap-On episode. So that's a good one. One last thing before we get into it. Uh, if you know of a missing person that you would like to hear on the show or would like to spotlight or there's a missing person in your life, let us know. Send that over to our email, missingmurderedhaunted at gmail.com. So all of that said, Shauna, tell us about a missing person. So today we're going to talk about a um, 11-year-old girl named Bethany Markowski. Okay. Bethany's parents are Larry and Joni Markowski. The couple sort of had a relationship you would say was doomed to begin with. That's how it was described. When Joni met Larry, he had told her his wife and him were separated and that she had taken the kids and moved to Alabama. Joni became pregnant with Bethany and soon found out Larry had lied. So So he was still married? He was living a double life. He was still married and was living with his wife and children. Yikes. Yeah, right? But he would soon get a divorce for real and then he would marry Joni. I don't know if I would have still married him. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think I would. I wouldn't in the first place. (laughs) Bobby just is so serious. He's not interested in Larry. Larry. Yeah. She would then give birth to Bethany, so they got married before she actually gave birth. Oh, so that all happened pretty quickly then. Yeah, pretty quickly. Because she found out she was pregnant, then she finds out he's still married and living with his wife and kids. He gets divorced. They get married all before the baby's born. Yeah. All in a nine-month time span. That's did we, fast. Did you say what year this was? It. This happened in, well, the missing. I'm not. Um, 2001 is when she okay. went missing. Okay. And was 11. I'm just like trying to. Okay. So this would have happened in 1990. Yeah. Them, her getting pregnant. Like it would have been like 89, 90. Joni said Larry was excited when Bethany was born, but as she got older, he would become more controlling. Around that same time, allegations of domestic violence started. Joni had had enough, so she moved Bethany and herself out of the family home in Gleason, Tennessee, and they ended up moving in with Joni's sister, Lori, in Nashville. 
So wait, Larry was being controlling? Yeah. Okay. And apparently getting violent. I wonder if he was like that with his first wife. Probably, more than likely. Joni had tried to hide where they moved at first from Larry. But Larry soon found out and showed up at Bethany's school randomly to attempt to pull her out. But teachers wouldn't let him. Well, that's good. He wasn't on the picked up list. Basically, yeah. So they're like, no, you gotta go. Well, good. The event with the school would cause Joni to take out a restraining order on Larry. But the restraining order wouldn't keep Larry from seeing Bethany because they had already finalized with the court that he would get Bethany every other weekend. Yeah, that's that sucks. Like, that the restraining order doesn't include... Their kid. The kid. Like, how would you do pickups and drop-offs? I'm about to tell you. Oh, well, look at that. It's a train station locker. <laughs> Zoltan. I literally just rewatched that movie. Okay. It's a okay. llama, dude. Okay. Okay, anyway. What's mine say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lori stepped up and said she would take on the responsibility of getting Bethany back and forth for drop-offs to Larry. Drop-offs and pickups. Okay, that's her sister. Yeah, that's Joni's sister. Okay. The meat place was in Waverly, Tennessee, and this marked the halfway point between Gleason and Nashville. Bethany was dropped off with Larry at the meeting place on Friday, March 2nd, 2001. Larry and Lori agreed that he would have her back by 5 p.m. on Sunday, March 4th, 2001. Okay. On Sunday, Bethany had asked her dad if they could go to the Old Hickory Mall in Jackson, Tennessee. Around 2.30 p.m., Larry had told Bethany he was going to take a nap in the car while she went into the mall to go shopping. He said he was exhausted from the weekend, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Well, I mean, it still sounds shady, though. You're going to nap in the car and let your 11-year-old go wander around a mall all by herself? Yeah. Mm. Agreed. It's a different time. It is 2001, but still, she's 11. Anyway, Samantha's, like, having panic attacks over there because she has an 11-year-old. Can you even imagine her in a mall alone? I mean, I wouldn't be too worried about her, though, because she hisses at people when they get (laughs) near her, so... No, the look on my face was because you know he's not telling the truth, right? <laughs> like likely story, sir. What kind of out al- like bullshit alibi is this? Is what I'm getting from it. Okay, I mean it could have happened, but it seems fishy. Well, right. let's continue the story and find out. He had also told her not to take too long. That they still had to meet Lori by five because. This is in Jackson, Tennessee, so this isn't Gleason or Waverly or fucking Nashville. This is in Jackson. Okay, quick side question. How long had this custody thing been going on before this event? Was this, like, still a fresh thing? This was his second time having Bethany ever on a weekend. When she was 11. When she was 11. Like, this was... The custody had literally started two weeks prior to this event. Gotcha. Okay. Had he been seeing... You probably don't know if he had been seeing her before, just not alone. He had visitations and 
So he could come and see, like, he could see her whenever, but he could only actually have her every other weekend, is the way that it was explained. Gotcha. Bethany promised to come back to the truck as soon as she was done. Larry watched her walk toward the mall entrance before falling asleep. He said he was only asleep for half an hour when he woke up and Bethany still wasn't back. So he went into the mall to look for her. He remembered her telling him that she wanted to go to Claire's and maybe the arcade. If she was going to go to an arcade, she would be in there for more than 30 minutes. Yeah. I thought the same thing, but... Trying to make it make sense. Yeah, because if we... (laughs) I wish. If we unleashed any of our children into an arcade, we would not be leaving there for like five hours. Right. I understand this. And we'd be dragging them out. You'd be dragging me out. (laughs) Kicking and screaming. Shauna, your alibi sucks. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Especially if it had skee-ball, I'm down. Let's go. So that is where Larry would start looking for her was Claire's and the arcade but she wasn't in those places. So then he started to check the rest of the mall. Still didn't find her. He decided he would go back to see if she was maybe waiting at the truck now, like they had just missed each other, but she wasn't there when he got back to it. So then he went and reported her missing with mall security, and then they called the the Jackson Police Department. And like I said, Larry's visitation had only started two weeks before Bethany went missing, which is, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a big, like, no wonder you weren't allowed to have her. Yeah, it's quite fishy. Yeah. The first visit, Larry had brought her back to the drop-off point at, like, at the respectable time when him and Lori had agreed. So she was sitting there waiting for them. Because she was expecting it to be just like the first time. But by 6 p.m., Lori was freaking out. She didn't know what to do. So she started to call Larry's house. But got no answer because they're not there. Soon, though, Joni would be getting a phone call from the Jackson police telling her Bethany was missing. Joni immediately hopped in the car and drove to Jackson to help look for her. Larry said... after he had picked up Bethany on Friday, this is his, this is why he said he was so tired. He had picked up Bethany and then they went from Waverly straight to Little Rock, Arkansas to see friends. Then they returned to Gleason on Sunday morning. So he had been driving all night. That dude's not taking a 30 minute nap after all that. No, I was, I was freaking just going to say that. Like, you're not going to drive to Little Rock, hang out for f- a little bit, then drive all night back, and then let your 11-year-old go to a mall and you sleep for 30 minutes. Well, I'm just That saying, makes no sense. If the dude actually... I mean, is, if he... If he's telling a real story like, hey, I mean, we did this, we came back, she wanted to go to the mall, I took her to the mall, I decided to take a nap in the car, he's not only napping for 30 minutes. No. No, I feel like time's definitely going to get away from him. Super sus. So it said that they had gotten into, that he had gotten to the mall at two, around two. So how far is Jackson from Waverly? Okay, so the way it looks is if she lives in Nashville and he lives in Gleason, Waverly is legitimately the the halfway point. But Jackson is 
equidistant to Gleason, like if you took the same distance from Gleason to Waverly in a straight line, Jackson is that, it looks like that same distance, but in the opposite direction almost. Okay. But if they're on their way back from Little Rock, it's on the way to Waverly, the meet point. Okay. Like from Jackson going to Gleason where their home is or Waverly would be roughly the same amount of time. So if they're on their way back from Little Rock and they stop in Jackson, it's not out of the way. So it would make sense if he drove and just stopped in Jackson because he knew he had to go to Waverly and it would have taken more time to go all the way to Gleason and then back to Waverly. Waverly. Yeah, if like Okay. If they met in Waverly, he drove straight out to Little Rock. They do what they're doing there and then they're on their way back and they've got to meet in 5 hours. It would make sense that they could stop there burn some time, and then just go straight to Waverly from there. Okay. But if, what time did they, were they at the mall? 2.30, I thought yeah. she said. 2.30. And what's the meet time? 5, Five. o'clock. So, legitimately. That would give him about an hour to take a nap, technically. Um, A little more than that. I would say probably an hour and a half, because that would put him at 4, and from Jackson to Waverly is an hour and 15. So yeah, he would have time to take about an hour and a half nap. But he only slept for 30 minutes and said she only had 30 minutes in the mall? He well, I mean, if he, he only slept for that. He just said he only slept for 30 minutes and then, and went, then looking went, for went looking for her because, because they had back. to leave. But that's why he went looking was because she was taking too long. Okay. Is he sure, though, that he only slept for a half an hour? I don't know. That's what he said. But now that we know the time frames between each place, makes sense. Sort of. <laughs> well, the logic is there. Right. Did it actually happen that way? Who knows? Right. So, okay, so we left off at them going to Little Rock. Here's the part that also confuses me. They then returned to Gleason on Sunday morning before oh. going to Jackson. Oh, oh okay. that doesn't make sense well, at all. Then, yeah, that doesn't no. make sense. If they were so on they... their way back from Little Rock, it would make sense to stop in Jackson. But if you're in Gleason, it would have been my as well. Just stayed in Gleason until it was time to meet, unless she said, "Hey, can we stop at the mall in Jackson?" Well, that's yeah, that's what. But why? That's right. What he, that's what he claims at the beginning of Shauna's story is that. Bethany asked to go to that mall specifically. But it would make more sense for him to wait until it was closer to time for them to meet meet, to take her to Jackson and sleep at his own house for an hour or two. For an hour or so. Yeah. And then go to Jackson. And then the meet point. Instead of sleeping in the car. Yeah, I don't know, because Gleason is the same distance to Jackson as Waverly is to Jackson. So, I mean, he still would have had to have left his house in a decent enough time for her to shop before leaving there to go to Waverly. It doesn't make sense as to why they would have to go back to the house, though, if they never went there and dropped off any of her stuff. It's not like they had to go there to pick anything up. Unless we're missing that piece of the... It never story it never is said. that they went to Little Rock from Gleason, like that he went from La- Waverly to Gleason and then drove to Little Little Rock. It literally just said he picked her up and they went to Little Rock. Okay, I don't know. 
It's very confusing. It is. I mean, it's not confusing. It just doesn't make sense. It's frustrating. It's more frustrating than anything because you're asking yourself, like, why? Okay. They had stopped at Gleason on Sunday morning after driving most of the night. And that is why he wanted to take a nap in the car while she shopped. He also said he realized this was a bad decision to let her go shopping alone. Like, afterwards, he realizes in hindsight that it was probably a bad decision. But honestly wasn't thinking anything of it because she grew up in the area and had been inside the mall many of times. So it sounded like when they were actually, like, a whole family, they would just take, like, trips to Jackson frequently. Okay. Yeah, except she probably wasn't alone. No. Larry maintained that he had watched her walk across the parking lot towards the front door before going to sleep, but that he had never actually watched her enter the mall. I mean, you passed out pretty damn fast then. Yeah. That's that's just a couple minutes. Yeah. Depending on where he parked the truck, that could be like one minute. Well, I'm betting... He wasn't actually asleep. He's probably mixing words here, but it would be watching her go towards and then he the door, closed his and then eyes. He closed his eyes, and then he closed his eyes and didn't watch her anymore. I could see that. Like, yeah, well, that's still fucking stupid. <laughs> but anyway, go on. Bethany was described as a sweet, funny little girl, but could have a temper if she didn't get her way. And they, I feel like they. Put that in there to make it seem like she had convinced Larry like to go she to the mall. Threw a temper tantrum. Till he took her to the mall. Okay. But there was no real proof that he ever took her there. Because she was never picked up on any of the security cameras inside the mall. And there was none outside of the mall. So he, we're just going by his story. His story, when in technicality, he could have driven to Little Rock, left her in Little Rock, and just told this story about the mall. Like he could have just went to the mall, yeah, and pretended. Well, he wouldn't even have to go to the mall if he. Well, no, he, no, he did had because he had to. Con- he talked to security. Oh, okay, the mall. he I had was to look meaning like the. He camera. had to look like a a father frantically looking for his child. Right. But he, she could have been left in Little Rock. Yeah. He could have, could have never even him. went to Little Rock. He well, could've... wouldn't those friends... It doesn't say if they actually, like, corroborated his this story with his friends in Little Rock. It's untelling what he did Friday. And by friends in Little Rock, up. isn't... No, she moved to Alabama, didn't she? Yeah. His first wife, yeah. Weird. Okay. Detectives believe that there is a possibility Larry could be hiding Bethany to maintain full custody from legal means. But they also know there's a possibility she could have been taken by a stranger, though. Walking across that. I'm not leaning towards that. It's it's a tough call. It sounds like a... Especially since she's not picked up on any security footage on the outside of the building. Well, there There wasn't any cameras. There was no cameras outside. There was only cameras inside. Gotcha. So she would have Convenient. had to have been kidnapped before she even made it inside, inside the, the mall. mall. So like, and literally how would he have not heard her him. screaming? Yeah. That's, that's a point that I'm about to bring up. Joni doesn't think a stranger would have been able to get away with take, like taking her unseen because she had taught Bethany to kick and scream and fight and make a scene. 
Exactly. Right, that's what you Any teach little all kid children. should know that you fight tooth and nail and scream and it, which, right, poke eyeballs. So, right. Why wouldn't he have heard? Right. Why wouldn't he have heard this? And yeah, if he was close enough to see her walking to the door, he would have been close enough to hear her screaming. Right. So she said a stranger would have had to gain her trust to get her to go willingly for that to not be a... And how, how quickly can that happen? I mean, Not within seconds. Not within seconds. Not with an 11-year-old. No. If like it a, was like, like a... Like a 3-year-old, a 5-year-old, possibly. Si- even a 6- or 7-year-old if, peop- if they had candy or a puppy. <laughs> That's why you got to teach your kid no to candy from strangers and absolutely do not go talk to strangers with puppies. Puppies are used... Oh, I know. To lure children. To lure children. Investigators searched the mall and the areas around it for hours on Sunday night. No clues were found from the search. Joni and Lori went back to Nashville to grab clothes because they knew it was going to take longer than expected. While they were there, they printed off missing posters for Bethany. And on the way back to Jackson, they stopped at every truck stop and gas station putting these flyers up. So they took like a very like aggressive stance to finding Bethany. Uh, even after many searches over the weeks, there were, they were no closer to finding Bethany. They weren't even getting reported sightings. They didn't, they couldn't find any witnesses from the mall that day. No one had seen anything. Yeah, which makes it extra weird. There's usually always at least one person that claimed to see something, even if they didn't really. Yeah. There's people who will come forward just to get that couple minutes of fame, even if they didn't see anything. What's weird for me is, I mean, if I were to go to the mall right now, I guarantee you there'd be at least eight another person in the parking lot with me going in and out of it. There'd be at least one. Yeah. Or somebody pulling away in their car. Right. There, there would always be another person in that parking lot with me. I don't Especially think. on a Sunday back then. I feel like people spent a lot more time at malls. Yeah. And so you especially can't tell me there was if no it one in was that after lot. church. It was after church. Yeah. So people go to the mall after church and because of it's a place to go, you can still hang out with people from church. You can eat there. Like you said, they had an arcade for kids. This place was probably busy. Right. And there was people probably in the parking lot. So... A month or so after Bethany went missing, police were informed a blonde woman in her 40s was trying to enroll a little girl that looked like Bethany in an eastern Tennessee school, but didn't have the proper paperwork. So the woman took the little girl and left. Then not long in Cleveland, Tennessee, employees of this restaurant reported seeing a blonde woman in her 40s with a child matching Bethany's description three consecutive days before they had boarded a bus to Molin, Illinois. Police investigated these reports but couldn't find the woman or the child, they say, and so they couldn't confirm the sightings. Joni believes that this woman is related to Larry and that the child is Bethany. So Joni thinks that Larry got his family in on this. And they're hiding Bethany from her? Yeah. 
Well, and it's probably him telling them like, oh, she got a restraining order against me. She's trying to say I'm so abusive and she's trying to keep me from seeing her. And I have other kids that, you know, it doesn't even say if he got to see those kids. I'm sure he pulled the woe is me card if this is the scenario that took place. Investigators spent months looking into these leads like they took their time, but they could never connect them to Larry's family or connect it to Bethany in any way. Police are still actively investigating the disappearance of Bethany because they believe it can be solved. Because they, they were more open that they think it's Larry. That he just essentially kidnapped his child. Right. right. Probably to get out of paying child support. Probably to get back at her for divorcing him and all these yeah, things. But at this point, if she was 11 in 2001... She would be, what, 23? No. Early 30s. 30s. Thank you. I was saying the same thing. I'm like, no, it'd be 30s. She would be around my age at this point. Yeah, but- If she was kidnapped at 11, I think at this point she would- There's no way he still has her, like, hostage- You actually never know. And they say that you can- That um, people who are- being held captive like that can actually lose who they are, almost like amnesia to forget the trauma they yeah, went through. Yeah, but she would know. She, I don't think that would be the case with this girl because she knew he was her father, unless he is also having no part in her life. That's kind of my feeling. That it's, he just kidnapped her and, like, sold her? Yeah. He was just like here, which is I don't know would be dumb though because it's not like he wasn't getting to see her. I don't think it was about. I don't think a lot of those are about not getting to see them. It's about punishing the mother. I know. I think Stockholm syndrome is a real thing, and that if he took her and hid her away somewhere, I mean, she could believe that her mom is a bad person and that she shouldn't come forward. If that's, that's what true. they've been telling her for years. I don't know. It just all seems very weird. It's very strange. Indeed. Like, I'm still leaning towards something bad happened to her in Little Rock. The police. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the po- whether it be an accident or not an accident. And he's just trying to cover it up. Yeah. Like, it could have just been an accident. And he was like, shit, I've only been able to see her for this two is only- weeks. And she... I mean, maybe. You can't rule it out. Uh, the police in Jackson know that parental abductions are more likely to happen than stranger abductions. Yeah. But the possibility of both are still there. They can't say one way or the other. They have ruled out Joni as a suspect completely, but they still haven't ruled out Larry as a possibility. So there's that. They also don't have any evidence he was involved either. So again, it's just... They're speculating the same way we are. Bethany was 11 years old when she went missing. She has brown hair, green eyes. She has freckles on her cheeks and nose. She back then was a nail biter if she got nervous. And so if you have any information, please call the Jackson Police Department at 731-425-8400. Or you can call the Tennessee Bureau of Invocation investigation at 1-800-824-3463.
Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards Samantha's thing. If she was in her 30s now, she would have... She probably would have come forward by now. Yeah, she, unless she was moved like to Illinois and had this Stockholm syndrome and has no idea she was kidnapped. Like no like if they pulled, like told her some story like her mom passed away. I mean, that's what I was thinking. They could have told this uh, told her anything and she has no idea she was actually a missing person. And her mother was looking for her. That's the only thing. Uh, like, but I still, I'm leaning towards the. Something happened to a- her. Something accidentally happened to her or something. Or he sold her. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. It is a very sketchy story because. Yeah, his whole. Slept his in the, whole, his uh, mall story, I don't believe yeah, one I bit. Feel it like doesn't that make was, any sense. No, I feel like that was like a whole alibi kind of a deal. Like. If I show up here and claim she's missing inside of here, then it'll seem like she was abducted. Right. Yeah. It sort of pisses me off. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards he's involved. Well, but that's just my speculation. Right. Everything we say on on the missing persons <laughs> podcast is just our speculation. We are not accusing anybody. But your story's bullshit, sir. It is bullshit. <laughs> All like, right. let some dude try to tell me that about my kid. I'd be like, um, no, <laughs> you better try again with your lies. <laughs> right. If you don't tell me the truth, I'm going to fucking beat it out of you. <laughs> exactly. Like, no way I would believe that shit. And her mother doesn't believe it. Not no. one bit. But she can't prove anything, which fucking sucks. It really, really does. And what really got me was the fact that there's absolutely no witnesses. No witnesses, no, no witness. camera yeah, footage. It's There's not possible. no evidence whatsoever of her existence with him. Like, nothing. I just feel like it's not possible. Like, somebody would have seen you at a gas station, at a freaking, like, stoplight, at a f- f- somewhere. Somebody would have seen you somewhere with him. Mm-hmm. I agree with this. Even if it wasn't at the fucking mall. Yeah. Somebody would have seen you. Was there any, like... I don't know, questioning of the neighbors in Gleason from that day? Like, I'm sure they did, but they probably, because they didn't get any information worth anything, they didn't include it. That's why I don't know if they actually went to Little Rock and questioned these friends of his. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. All right, so if if you have a theory, let us know what it is. Uh, Leave it in the comments wherever you're listening, or if there is no comment section for some reason... Send it into our email or post it on our socials. Our Instagram uh, definitely has some commenters on there posting theories. So you can do that there. And like I said at the beginning, if you have a missing person story you want to hear on the show or there's a missing person in your life, send that to our email, missingmurderedhaunted at gmail.com. And uh, if you know anything about this young lady's missing case and where she might be someone you think might be her any kind of information make sure you contact the jackson police at the phone number that shauna provided so does anyone have anything else they want to add in no 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 all right we'll see y'all next week bye 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 bye, bye. bye.